Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us at IVPod.com. We are IV Pod on Facebook, IV Podcast on Twitter, and mail at IVPod is our email. Let's begin episode 77 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Hi, Clayton. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Been a little, been a little while. A couple years, right? <laughs> two, <laughs> two, actually, two years since we've last recorded. So it has been a while. Um, Lots happened. I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was kind of wondering: should we even start with that? Or should we just jump right into the show? And I think not we should just people, do a show. And we don't need to rehash our, personal, our yeah our problems. It'll come up. I mean, we had to go into hiding. That's that. That was part of the problem. Yeah, but it was I an mean, issue with our logo offending people, and we had to kind of just go undercover. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, it happens. But anyway, today's show, episode seventy-seven, no sponsors, because no sponsor would be stupid enough to yeah. sponsor us right now because we don't. Ever a little flaky. Record. <laughs> a little flaky. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. We're busy. We you know. Like I, I figure over. Of course, if we pick it up and start doing episodes regularly, we'll 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 go through the last. No reason to rehash the last couple of years and bore nah. people to death with our mundane existences. Yeah, it's really not a lot of excitement. It's a lot of like diapers and things yeah. like that. Yes. Yep. Yes. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start the show then. Um, you know what really made me want to start this whole podcast over again? You know, getting it going was a, li- a story that was in the news just last weekend. I saw it on the Times website, right on Route 23. There was an Asian carp dump. Yeah. An entire semi full of Asian carp dumped all over the road. Was it like a, a big container, like a bulk container? Yeah, a couple of big bulk containers. Yeah, those look familiar because they're the type of thing that we do at oh, yeah. my place. Yeah. So, yeah. They look plastic, though. And they, they did look I, plastic. I, I, I've actually seen those guys fishing. I hmm. think I've seen how they do it, and it is kind of neat. They use nets and uh, they'll it, they trawl basically a little bit, but they did they're smaller rigs. It's not like they're going out there in like a barge type thing, but they um, I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing because there are commercial fishermen working. So the then, river. what do they do with the are they cleaning out the river to get rid of them, or are they actually I that, bet they go to processing facilities and oh. they go into stuff. Oh, I, do I don't fish know, fish sticks. Cat, I don't know. <laughs> Gordon's fish sticks. <laughs> uh, no, Vanda Camp or whatever. No, uh, carp sticks. I, I think. Uh, you mix the right well, stuff. Well, I think they use it for um, f- maybe for uh, fertilizer and they use it for oh. if there's any oils or maybe f- pet food. Okay. I don't know. I actually, I mean, really not educated on this, but I'm fairly certain there's enough of a market to where they can. I don't know, feed it to horses. I have no idea, dude. So, but I know there, I, I saw them where the Ottawa hospital was there. It had to have been commercial guys because I don't know if you could fish with nets if you're not commercial. Right. Um, and they were just, I mean, pulling them in. Uh, <laughs> you know, as they did their nets, I was pretty shocked at what the haul was. I mean, they're filling the boat. I mean, literally filling their boat. <laughs> uh, when my daughter was at the dentist, I was, I enjoyed watching them fish. So, well, that it was, was something a, else. And I, it was a sad sight on the. Road. The picture, actually, when I first saw the picture on Facebook, I thought it was fake. I thought it was, you know, there's so many BS. Right right by the Toyota dealership, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right around the corner from my work. Yeah. I missed it. I didn't see it. I'm a little disappointed. So, yes. It didn't stink or anything. Brent Bader from the Times had the story. That guy. He said, the sound was so loud. When I saw that, that was like the the line at the top of the headline. And I, I thought they were talking about like the fish flopping around the road. But it was just the containers. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet that would that be jarring. Um, yeah, it'd be, I can imagine. It was early morning, right? That I don't know. Okay. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. should have read it. I, I, I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making it up. It didn't really happen. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Good start. And that's why we came back to do the Illinois Valley Alternative podcast Just, for these hard-hitting stories. Yeah, all Asian carp talk. Right? <laughs> Which we did talk about. I mean, that's not, you know, so we have talked about Asian carp. 
I remember in the past talking about that, how it became, it was a problem before, and now it's like just a reality. So we're used to it now. I think the biggest thing is to keep them out of Lake Michigan, right? Yes. Uh, a lot of conservation efforts in that regard. And just hope those groups and government entities and different people get the money they need to do well, their job, right? That is a perfect spinoff, Clayton, because there was another story on our dock here today about the uh, Illinois Waterway Visitor Center. Oh, closing. Closing yeah. on yeah, just this past Monday. So today we're recording on the 2nd of October. The show will go live Probably tomorrow or the next day, um, and yeah, on Monday, just the uh, yesterday, the, that was the first. The they had to close their doors due to lack of funding, which is really a sad thing because, I mean, you travel around to different tourist destinations, and we've got obviously we've talked at length about Star Rock and Matheson, but mm. we probably don't give any love or as much love as we should for that Illinois toy to, um, waterway. Uh, facility that visitor center it's really neat i i had the opportunity to go there last year for a field trip and it was cool i I, mean i i really enjoyed the recently yet like for something part of my work yeah Uh, yeah and it was interesting i remember going as a kid as a field trip did you ever go when you're in school yeah yeah totally yeah i remember my parents bringing me too um so yeah i've got some good memories going there and being able to see the the boats come in and, and rise up and down and I thought the talk they gave was really interesting. I mean, they, you know how it is. You're with a bunch of kids. The kids, you know, they they want to see the boats and and stuff like that. But I enjoyed, like, the, the talks and the, the movie that they played where they gave all this data. It's amazing you're how things old, change. Right? Yeah. yeah, you get older and you start to actually appreciate some of these things a little bit more. But, no, it was it's a it's a great center. They, the, uh, the people that operate it do a great job. So I'm hoping that this gets fixed very soon because it's really a lot of schools go there a lot of people go there i know i saw the story by um where was it it was jeff jeff danker yeah he had this no no this one was by brian twait from that i saw this article i think it was in the tribute news tribune but uh and he was saying i lost what i was about to say, oh no, he was saying that a ton of people go there in the wintertime. I didn't even know that because of the eagles. Oh, because right. That 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 area because that's oh, there's a, nests all over there. Yeah, and because neat. that area doesn't freeze, mm-hmm. they they go there to feed. So there's just a ton of eagles. I, I had no idea or what bald eagles we're talking about right, too. Right. So, and actually, I uh, not to go too far back, but I think I don't know if the if it's commercial Asian carp fishermen or it's all like U.S. fish and game that are researching or trying to pull them out to stop them from going up the Fox River. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm just kind of thumbing through as you're going on. But yeah, yeah, either way. So I I could be completely wrong about that. But why they're hauling them out like that, I guess you have to do something with them. I I, I know there is fish processing facilities. I think we've talked about that before. But um (laughs) Yeah, so the uh, the the lock and dam system. Sorry, I, I just no, I, I could tell was I was perfect. I was way off base here. <laughs> like, like, well, are they just... really doing that? I'm like in my head, I'm going, oh, they're probably wrong about that. Someone's gonna call me out for it. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Uh, but either way, <laughs> yeah, lock and dam talk. That, the yeah. eagles, I've heard that before too. So they they really uh, draw the eagles in just because it obviously doesn't freeze because it's constantly being moved in the 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 dam system for the hydro plant for Peru, right? Right, the city of Peru. Owns right, that. that chunks it up. I mean, right, exactly. Um, the, I'm trying to think. There was, oh no, what was this? There was one stat that I remember that they threw out that I, if you go there, they always say it. But so when you're there at the facility, and they're giving their talk, they'll point out Starved Rock, the flagpole that's up at the top of Starved Rock, and the top of that flagpole is where, the level of Lake Michigan is. Oh, so wow, okay. That's like to put it in perspective, you know, what the Illinois waterways do and the whole idea, which I think would be a show in itself. Mm-hmm. I think we should do a show in itself just explaining the that whole process. I think that would be really cool. The watershed and like the whole backwater stuff down by Hennepin Hopper Lakes. Yeah, the, and how yeah, and the I&M the Canal, you know, like all that. I think that would be a great show. Um, but yeah, that's what that was one thing they talked about was like that's the whole point behind the thing is that we have to get the water from. Where we are standing, which at the at the dam, up to the top of that flagpole. So that's the whole idea behind it. I thought I was like, wow, that's never really thought yeah, about it that way. Yeah, you can't do it at fifty feet at a time. Yeah, right. 
Okay. And if you could imagine engineering back when that was built, right? It was the in eight in late eighteen hundreds, probably or mid to, uh, mid to late eighteen hundreds when the, the canal systems. I'm talking when the canal systems. Yeah. I think you got that right. I I um I the only thing I remember about that is they really weren't around for very long. They built that. They were used extensively came. for maybe ten years, if that. Yeah. And then yeah, railroads came and poof. But you couldn't have one without it. the other, right? It's like the natural cycle of things. You can try to force it, and it just doesn't always work out. That technology just has a way of forcing you into. No, this has got to come before this. You, you, yep. you can't keep upgrading, things. right? And then you know, then the then the the dam system came, uh, the new system came through. So it just keeps upgrading. Well, and that kind of plays in. And now with the city of Ottawa, they're they're trying to flood the, they bring back the water to the canal, um, so oh. they can there that whole big project for that that area of Ottawa. So they'll actually have like in LaSalle, they'll actually have the like a lake there in town, like a, a ponds where. On 23, like you can see that when you go over the bridges, like before you, um, <clears throat> south of Route 6, but um, by the train tracks, kind of. Yeah. They run. There's going to the be canal. a lake there? No, I mean a small, the canal. It'll be oh. the canal. It'll be just. Oh, so they're just, they're just re, you know, they're bringing it back. Rewatering it, I Gotcha. Yeah. I'd follow. Sorry. I mean, you know, like down in LaSalle. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Going to use it for like a touristy type thing or. Oh, I'm sure they'll come up with all kinds of stuff to do with it. I mean, if it, you know, you might be able to use it for hockey or something, you know, ice skating in the winter. And I don't know how much longer we're going to keep ice all winter, but, um, you know, things like that, just having water there. Hey, according to the Farmer's Almanac, it's going to be a snowy winter. They say that a lot. I'm telling you, no. Last Uh, year they said it was... It was going to be warm, and it was. Uh, Yeah, that's true. We only had one real cold stretch. Yeah, it was... uh, We'll see. I'm... I know my kids are anxious because I love they haven't got to sled. They they the past couple of years they've sledded one time each year. So we're planning, and we've got a crap load of sleds to go, like constantly. Oh it yeah, felt like, I mean I know that's probably hindsight a little bit, but like <laughs> no, it seemed like we went all the time. So at least five or six times a year. Yeah, I mean, easily. I mean, easily. you get a, th- I mean, a handful of good snows, but Global one of the snows is we got like five inches, and it all melted the next day. I mean, I, mean, I remember that this year. Right. Big heavy wet snow, heart attack snow, they call it. Oh. Yeah, so the farmers only. I'm gonna hold them to it. I like I like snow. So, uh, listeners at home, we have a new recording studio that we're trying out, and something just shut off. So, if you hear an audible difference in our talking, let me know because I am curious to know uh, these things. Yeah, there may be a, a four-year-old. <laughs> there may be the some children in the background too. So. Uh, Sorry about that. We're downstairs. They're upstairs, but we're, it's not closed off. This too is well. all new. Yeah, we're, we got things going on. So, sure. all right. Well, what, I don't know. What do you got you other talk news, about? John? Yeah, oh. it looks like you got you got a bunch of stuff on our dock. We can, can yeah. hit the video games. Any pod talk? Like, so we could do that. I'm I'm always down to talk about some interesting pod. Yeah. Well, before we go into kind of like what we've been listening to, I just like to do a shout out to um, a couple local podcasts. Uh, My Worst Holiday is a podcast that they've been going for a little bit now, a weekly show, and, you know, they're doing a good job. I mean, I got to give them credit. You know, you know as well as I do that the hardest thing about doing a podcast is continuing to do a podcast. Yeah, being that routine and putting it out every week. If you're going to be successful, that's the first thing is just show up every week or every other week or whatever your routine is and we were able to do that for stretches and yeah and things then, got away from us but yeah we're back so for i give them credit for that that you know who's keep, who's the who does that one what's you know i don't uh, i know jay jay our former sponsor jay roach jay roach i yeah. used to work with him yeah uh, it's a segue into the prue mall yeah oh okay. at kb toys kb toys <laughs> yes. oh my goodness yeah i just yes i have fond memories of going to visit you at <laughs> kb toys anyway, i worked at wards too but yeah he was jay was uh, hilarious Yes. Good dude. Um, uh, and the, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I did want to talk about the mall because it's a, you know, the mall situation is, is a little scary. It's dire. Dire. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other podcast, any local uh, pod? Or it is- no, um, I haven't listened to uh, this one, but I saw on Twitter, Megan uh, uh, Cullinan, Zombras, who we yeah. went to school with, um, she's got a show. It's called Megan, a brand new podcast. I haven't listened yet. I just I don't go on Twitter like I used to. It's like 
These I don't days, either. I mean, I go on and it's just like, geez, people, like everybody's so, so mad. Yeah, they're pissed. <laughs> everybody's Fine. just so mad. It's I gotta like check I can't out, go on man. I got, I got to stay positive for life. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't have time for this. Which is funny. Just as an aside, I wanted to try to bring this sh- show back, and we we had talked. I don't know how long ago that was, like maybe five months ago, and I was like, oh, we should try to get back into the, doing the show. So I wrote up a doc. And then I looked at the doc, and, and and I read it. I'm like, oh, boy, this entire thing is me complaining about stuff. This is not going to work. I'm Hopefully just, it was like cathartic, be, putting the doc together. Yeah, you just got it off your chest. Yeah, you know, I kind <laughs> of was, I suppose. Like, ah, I vented. Got to vent into the, <laughs> the Google doc, and I feel better. Yeah, so I try not to uh, – yeah, I don't like to, don't like to engage that, the trolling anger that's out there. Do people just take it? to to 100 or you know to 11 or whatever you want to say like they just dial it up and and immediately just start attacking and making judgments about what they assume people think or don't think it's a problem yeah and i don't care what side you're on of anything that's it's vicious and it's it's tough i don't even want to talk about it that's how shitty it is no i I, I agree i think it's best not to i mean because if you say if you go one way Half our listeners will stop listening, yeah, yeah. and then we go. We're the type of people who are like kind of in the middle of everything, so like we go both ways on things. So then, very quickly, we have no audience. Right. Well, at least, <laughs> at least in terms of discussion, um, you know, it's another thing if you go in the voting booth or you know behind closed doors with your family or whatever, your wife and friends. But I mean, man, divisive. I think is the right word. And yes, um, and that's why it's just the insanity. People need Ivy Pod. We're yeah. trying to bring back some sanity. Yeah, not even want to talk about it. <laughs> that's right. That's our yeah. That's our uh, solution. Yeah, just, just don't talk about just, it. You can. I. You know what? Part of it too is people are buried. Their faces are buried in their phone all the time, and I'm guilty of it. So, um, and you just feed that fury in a sense. Like you're just constantly the the. Uh, algorithms are going to feed you the news that you seem to agree with oh sure so you just so builds, you just yeah, to get this consistently reinforced your bias that that you're uh intellectually so you uh, you just just continually being told how right you are um and you have to recognize some of that and and i not saying anybody's a bad person that's where it's like i'm not making value judgments here i'm just simply saying like take a step back and go like how much how much unbiased? I think we've talked about that before. That was just, we haven't recorded for two years, so this is pre all the new stuff going on. Yeah, right. Um, but we talked about it before that, and I remember having conversations after, you know, dude, and uh, we talking about how hard it was for us to try to find something that didn't seem super slanted. And I think that's part of it is people don't even realize that they're being sort of, and and I know some people are smart enough to realize that they're the. If you're going to read MSNBC and NBC all the time, you're constantly going to hear from the left. You're going to read Fox News. You're constantly going to hear from the right. And there's all the other publications and news sources in between and left and right and left and right. But it's really hard to find something that's sort of objective, you know. Yeah. And you just sort of just constantly being reinforced. And then that's – it like sort of invigorates your anger and you just ugh. No, you just I – end uh, up sort of <laughs> – no, I agree. And you wake up every day and you like look at, you look at your stupid news feed and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm still – I'm not happy about this or that. It's yeah, like, no, I was just, just stop talking looking at it. Bob, it's, it my brother no Bob, who no good. was a <clears throat> guest of the show. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about that. It's like, where do you go to get news that isn't one way or another? I right. just I just want news. Right. So want- what happened? And you have to really read it. And you're like, oh, well, that's okay. It's always <laughs> frustrating when you read a headline. It's like, oh, wow. And then you get into it. And it's like the last paragraph. And they, they, they say something in the last paragraph that... Pretty much makes the headline pointless. Takes takes the teeth out of it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So. Yeah, if we could talk I, about the Prue Mall some more to get off. Of it, yeah, let's know. get off of that. Yeah, well, that's I that yeah, I, I knew that was going to happen because a lot has happened in two yeah. years. Since that's kind of like it's hard to dance around that subject without kind of so yeah, get that I, out of the way. Right, and I, I think uh, so. Since we've last recorded that, the Prue Mall is lost. I probably seriously said probably had already been and gone. But I don't pennies know. and burgers are all gone now, too. All right? the big so dogs. The anchor stores are gone. And I guess there is plans in the works, from what I hear, to uh, a plan to sort of at least take that retail space and turn it into something. Okay, cool. So, I had heard that, but I hadn't heard what they were they, planning to do I don't do think yet. they haven't announced anything. I just know there's... Well, good. I mean, I, I had some thoughts on that. I just, I worry for 
I worry for the mall that if you know if they lose the movie theater, because I remember we talked about it on this show that they wanted to create their own standalone place. Yeah, over and there, if that Ivy. happens, holy smokes, they're in yeah. trouble. Well, yeah, I you know the best theaters around here are the the Streeter Theater from what I, I've never been to it, but I've heard it's like the Ottawa and the Ottawa Theater are two independent, fantastic, cheap, great places to see a movie. The Ottawa, the new Ottawa Theater is that? Wait, it, not the one I mean, the street, not not the Ottawa, but I, I I've heard a lot of good things about the Streeter one yeah, too. Yeah, so have I. I heard you can drink there. Oh, why yeah. not? Yeah, you why not hurt anybody? That was one of the best theaters I ever went to. Was up in boy Bruin View, like the Schaumburg area. It was in the Schaumburg area when we were living in Schaumburg for a year. There, we went to a place like that, and it had a full bar. And we happened to go on were cheap the margarita beers, night. Like Nineteen dollars. No, no, we went on a cheap margarita night and. I don't know what movie we saw, but it was the funniest movie I've ever seen. Just having a few beers and <laughs> no, some margaritas. Margaritas that were would be helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, hell, they're they're sticking liquor licenses on anything now or whatever. Jeez. Yeah, like the uh, all the gaming, all the gaming. Stuff. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. still exploding. It's taking over downtown Peru, right? The donut shop is now going to be a gaming facility. Yeah, that, I don't want to even talk about that because <laughs> I'll say things and offend people. Because that's right by where I live. Yeah, that was a very frequent. Yeah, it, well, there's no because then uh, a baker's dozen's gone now, so mm-hmm. there's no good donut shop. And I mean, I guess you could go to the grocery store, and that's fine, but it's not the same. Ivy's up their game. Yeah. I can say that. Have they? I, they good. have up their game. Yes, they have. That's important. You gotta have good donuts. It's, Ottawa still has Steve's Bakery, but nice. Um, yeah, the gaming parlors and we did. We were episode. just talking about that when we we kind of went off the air. Yeah, and did now we, it's just there's. We everywhere. did one where we went through all the money they brought in, and yeah, I still that's don't right. like. As far as I can tell, Illinois still broke, so I'm still wondering. Those schools haven't been saved yet, so I'm still curious. It's just like the lottery. It's like, where's oh, this? Where's it where's going? This, where's this wonderful saving that it's all going to be? Next is going to be the weed, right? We're going to get legal weed, and everybody's like, well, now we're we're going to cut that debt, you know, and yeah. it's going away. It's like, no. No. <laughs> it's not. No. That's too bad. But No, that's it's not going away. No. <laughs> but... Enough politicking, man. Oh, sorry, everybody. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All sorry. right. You know what? To uh, yeah, we could. Hmm. What do you want to talk about? You want to keep going on the mall type thing? I had one story. You know, like that was. I didn't really flesh that out. I kind of thought that'd be fun to talk about the mall and some stories because we both worked there. Yeah. yeah. I was working at Bergner's. You were working at Ward's. Then you were working at KB. Um, mm-hmm. So just a lot of good time. I put I have both a, those stores to bed. <laughs> did you? I, I worked at them both when they went out of business. I I have a lot of fond memories of there. I mean, that was like my first. I had jobs before Bergner's, but that was kind of like my first real job. It wasn't working for a guy who was just giving me cash to do a thing. Oh know, right, yeah, yeah. Type oh, pro, actually type, paying yeah, taxes. Actually paid, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, I have one story from Bergner's that I would tell. I didn't sign the wall. I felt bad about that. They had that wall. Yeah. Oh, well. But uh, I was, so I was a stock boy, stock guy. Mm-hmm. And we would, we had a box compactor. So we would climb the box compactor and from the top of the box compactor, jump into a giant box, a, a different box full of plastic. All the plastic bags and the wrappings that came off of mm-hmm. the clothes when they came into the store all went into the one box. Um, we would jump, launch ourselves off the top into the box. It was a frequent thing, uh. combined with throwing uh, the fluorescent bulbs against the wall into the dumpster, another favorite pastime of yeah. mine. But one time... Those probably I, had heavy metals in them, but it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Very unhealthy <laughs> it should have been recycled, but hey, they, they go in the dumpster, yeah, it's fine. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> but one time, climbing time. up there... Oh, yeah, it was totally different times. <laughs> The nineties, yeah, <laughs> it was. The, um, I went up there, and there was a loose wire on one of those very fluorescent bulb fixtures, and wire touched my head, and I got a really good jolt, uh, straight to the brain. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Never forget it. Never forget uh, what it. were you doing up there? Changing bulbs? No, no, I was jumping off into the box oh, right? of plastic. So it was like in the back stock room area. Yeah. So there was some shoddy wiring or something. Something just. It was to... just a broken fixture. Oh, okay. A light fixture that we didn't bother. Someone to fix. probably broke it trying to hang from it or something Most to get likely. into the box. You we know? did things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
you know, co-worker Nate oh would, would had his spot upstairs in the stock area where he would sleep. Yeah. You know, Bergner's had a very nice pillow and comforter section. Yeah. So there was a lot yourself. of good options. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably part of the reason those places went out of business is... <laughs> People like me. I mean, I remember when I first started at Wards, like... um we got paid vacation, whether you were full-time or part-time. So I would work on average 20 to 25 hours a week, and then I would get two weeks paid. Um, you could opt to just take a check, but you just get a check. I mean, I think I was making 5 15 when I probably started, $5.15 an hour, which is all right. And I remember thinking, get to that five twenty-five. dollars That's when you know you made it. Yeah, you know? yeah. $5.25. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I think the minimum wage was five fifteen at that. I, mean, could I have think been so. Four, yeah, it, it probably was about. That. I feel like when I started working, it was in the fours, but yeah. maybe not. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, I think I detasseled that it was four and a quarter. Yeah, because you'd work forty or fifty hours or something, and you'd get a check for you know, one hundred thirty-five bucks. Right, <laughs> and like the most amount of money you probably ever had. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like in one check. I mean, it was a check with three numbers. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, holy cow. $100 check. Oof. All the things I could have How done do with that money. Yeah. Well, it wasn't worth it. No. No, no <laughs> I, I didn't. I put no. it into a car stereo. It's like, Did you? Yeah. Which nice. was really cool for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you rattled the crap yeah. out of your Escort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The Escort was a tank. It could yeah, take it. It could take it. It could handle the hatchback. was fine. It didn't get too rattly. <laughs> Never. Never. Um well, we don't uh, have sponsors, but I did want to throw out a quick uh, shout-out to a sort of a sponsor. Where did it go? I had it here somewhere. Son of a poop. Sort of a sponsor. Oh, yeah. This week's sponsor, not sponsor, hashtag not sponsor, Roberto's Secret Salsa. It's a combination of spicy and sweet salsa. It's really good. From where? Not available in stores. Possibly never available uh, in stores. Uh, Roberto, so? Yes. All right. I will post the logo one of these days. Did you like make it? it or was it? I made the logo. Oh, you made the logo? Yes. Who's small? Who's, is it? Someone homemade? I, oh, Robert. My, my brother and my sister made it. So nice. That's a shout out. Nice. And it, and a behind the scenes shout out. So there you go. It's like oh. a, a cooked salsa or like a, a pico? Like a fresh salsa. It was fresh. Nice. Yeah. Jalapenos, yes. cilantro. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I liked uh, it. Red onions. You're talking to the wrong guy with Limes, these maybe. things. <laughs> yeah. I had I had some good ones this year. I got some good reviews on. So. All right. And I got some recipes for making hot sauce to smoked habanero whiskey hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I got some. It's pretty. It's the real deal. It's, it's not. It's hot. Does it it's like not make like, you sweat hot? If you had enough of it, but you wouldn't want to take it in by the tablespoon or anything, yeah. you, know, you just, it's, you know, a We had a work thing. We had a work thing recently. Like a retire person was retiring. We had a really nice lunch. And uh, one of my coworkers brought in some salsa that his brother made. Holy smokes. They all day I was like, oh, I said salsa? Like, yeah, you know, try some? I'm like, yeah, I was excited. Got a spoonful, put it on a chip. And they're all kind of looking at me. I'm like, eh, whatever. Should have so, known. <laughs> yeah, I should have known by the way they were looking at me. I ate it. And I'm just like, initially it was extremely sweet, and then just like, boom. Ah, I, I, need, I need water. Yeah. It's really hot. That okay. kind of could parlay us into some interesting pod or web talk. I, I don't know if you've ever watched um, on YouTube the hot ones. Is that where like they try really spicy stuff? You know, so the hot ones is a show. It's an interview show where they have, I think it's ten different hot sauces on a wing so they go from like louisiana's or frank's red or tabasco or something something's pretty not spicy you know all the way to like four million scovilles like (laughs) crazy like just blow you out like yeah you know be careful kind of stuff and you he'll ask ask you a question as you eat each wing and so, and they, as they get progressively hotter, it's just—it's like maybe fifteen-minute episodes or something. And he has all kinds of celebrities and really? there's tons of good ones. Yeah, what's it called again? A uh, hot ones. Hot ones. Yeah, it's a uh, really, really good. Like there's like Anthony Rizzo was on it from the Cubs, which that's coming on tonight. I know we're uh, gonna, yeah yeah we're we're not gonna miss anything. And uh, Padma Lashmi Lashmi, she was like on uh, Top Chef. She's a judge, like an Indian woman. She's just absolutely gorgeous. Didn't even sweat a bead just what? took them all down just right to the hottest one 
just not even look at her fingers or nothing, but somehow magically didn't get anything on her. Didn't sweat at all. <laughs> like, you know, like Joey Diaz, like Joey Coco Diaz from, you know, from Rogan Joe and all those Rogan. places, like just like dying. And Burt Kreischer was on there taking his shirt off, like <laughs> breathing all heavy, you know, like I think Tom Segura was on there. Uh, you know, all those guys, like uh, tons of athletes, and huge uh, pop culture type people i mean there's just tons of people yeah. on it you I'll can go on a total out. jag like just watch it on your phone like if you got time you get sucked into some really good ones okay yeah well, i've I, been doing uh, that more often uh, i've been starting to get in into just kind of watching a lot of youtube stuff yeah. so i would yeah, definitely check me that too. out uh yeah it, it, we're in a great era for figuring stuff out but uh, entertainment wise i mean between tv and podcasts i don't i don't know if it gets much better Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, geez. You know, we were just talking about before the show. I mean, like, I was going to get rid of one of my boxes because of the Amazon Fire Stick. I mean, like, right. giving me so cable many options. box, you're saying. Yeah, a cable box. I mean, yeah. it's just like, I love it. It's just, it's great. Um, yeah, the on-demand stuff. I mean, you get, by the time, I mean, Netflix, you could pretty much take up, depending on what you're into, but you could pretty much get by if, with almost just that if you needed to. But, I mean, if you could do the Sling or some of the others if you wanted to be a cable, I mean, you can get... A lot of there's so much stuff out there now that it's it's impossible to take it in. I mean, have, yeah. you, have you watched The Wire yet? I mean, if it's that's, like, that's the problem. Of, it's just if people tell you have these silly conversations with people who are like, oh yeah, I heard that. So I saw a, a spoof of that where they you just go back and forth naming shows that neither of you has watched. Right, and you're no, just like, it's, <laughs> it's it's frustrating because actually that's that's the only downside of this being the greatest right. time for TV is that you can't even talk to people about it right. because even if they've watched it. Or they're never in the same moment you are. Yeah. So like I, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, for example. Um, shout out to Ross, um, former coworker I have mine. He's been supplied me with like the entire between him and my dad. I haven't had to pay for a single Game of Thrones. It's been awesome. Nice. And but you know it's hard to talk about it. Like you want to talk to people about it, but you're afraid you find somebody who does watch it. Oh, well, they're back in season you four. You need to make like a TV buddy. We should like come up with a term for that where like you and I both agree that like say we've never watched The Wire. Yeah. And you and I go, okay, we want to start watching The Wire so we can talk about it, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, let's cut a deal. Maybe we don't watch it together, but we'll stay on the same episode that, that until would, we get through it. And then like, I, I don't know, it's like a, a TV buddy or some silly It's kind of like uh, like reading clubs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. TV club. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but... That makes it that much more like you. You're probably more likely to stick it through, so you know what I mean. Like when <laughs> there's a child up there, child, children um, in the room. But it, it, it's a good way to, I think, take it in because otherwise you don't have any motivation to keep watching. I mean, people used to come in and just talk about it, right? No, it's nice to have somebody to talk about. It. I mean, the show itself should carry you forward to wanting to watch it. But it is nice. It's just nice to talk about it, especially if it's a show where you don't see what's coming. And you've got a lot of questions about what's going to come next. Mm -hmm. You just kind of want to vent back and forth with people. Yeah. Well, now, that, it's, instead of binging, actually taking it in a couple episodes at a time is something people don't do anymore either. Right, right. Like Bill no, Burr talked about his show on uh, Netflix, F is for Family, and like um, how he it takes him a year to make like eight episodes, and then it comes out, and then the next day people are like, hey, when's the next season coming out? Because they, 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 <laughs> they, they, they watched the eight episodes, like, four hours worth of television in one night. They blew their load completely, like just watched the entire thing right? and want more. It's like, it kind of speaks to this era of like sort of excess and, I don't know if it's an era of excess anymore, but just sort of having I just think a, it is. Uh, inundated with content. And you, well, I try to personally see parse it out. I pre exactly parse it out. Well, I know that when I start Game of Thrones, going back to that for example, I know when so I you've start watched a Game season, of Thrones. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> when I start a season, I know that when I start it, and the, same with Breaking Bad, like shows like that, yeah. like those episodic shows that they release them in, you know, you you can get them in seasons now. Just when I start a season of any show, could be whatever. Um, I know that I'm going to be stuck on that for at least a couple weeks where I like, I'm thinking, oh, I need to watch the next episode. I need to watch the next episode. So it's like, I, I get through it quickly. Um, but then when I get done with that season, I really make an effort to wait for the next season. If there's like more to go, like if I'm just starting out on a show. So I'll like purposely like, okay, I'm going to wait, let this settle a little bit and then jump back in. 
Okay. So that's just kind of so thing go that, through a season and then take a break. Take a break, and then yeah. Like the so that's what I mean. I mean, when Breaking Bad, when they got to the finales, when they got to the last probably two and a half seasons or however they broke that show out or whatever. But I remember being watching them like live usually. Oh and yeah. Being like, yeah, that is still probably the best way to do it. I mean, it I know it's, it's it's just in terms of like if you have a bunch of it goes back to what we were talking about before. If you have a bunch of people that you can talk about with it, it makes it that much better. Yeah, no, so. that's true. That's true. That's a, there's just not a lot of there's not a lot of things. That's why the nice thing about sports. I mean, it's like that's the only thing right now that I can think of where you can't do that. Right. You have to watch it live, so you can still talk to people. I mean, like so when I'm at work and we're talking about stuff it's usually sports yeah because that at least we know oh did you watch the bears last night yeah 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 you you're like well i got a dvr i'm gonna check it out next week yeah (laughs) no no you're not (laughs) i'm gonna record this season and binge it at the end of the year (laughs) yeah right (laughs) (laughs) let me know how it plays out don't no spoilers no spoilers (laughs) right all right (laughs) i mean what's the difference though really i mean it's a it's a uh it's a funny concept actually yeah oh i took i'm gonna check check out this cub season this winter see how it see how it goes (laughs) gotta hurt 62 episodes or three three hours each this one episode sucked it was rain out (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh i went to one cubs game this year and it was a rain delay yeah very expensive day (laughs) Yeah, very I've been, I've been expensive. Been those before, <laughs> like the, you, yeah, they have to cut you off not because it's the eighth inning or whatever it is, but because it's eleven o'clock or whatever. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh boy. It was supposed to be. Oh no, it was a seven o'clock start or whatever. Six. Yeah, I've, I've been to that one where, like, it's the fifth inning and it was like ten thirty or ten forty-five, and they're like, "Hey, if you guys want to get another beer? You better hurry up." It's like I don't know if I should. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I'm seventy-five dollars in already. Or it's like, bad. This is back when, but yeah. I had it all planned out, though. I knew this. I didn't know that the rain delay was going to happen, but I knew that would be an issue. So I planned a walk. I planned an L trip, all that stuff. So it took a while to get to my car. So Oh, nice. Good, tried to be good. safe about it. <clears throat> it's a good call. You can never be too safe about that kind of thing. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I did go to yesterday's Cup game, so it was a little disappointing. But Yeah. Yeah, so speaking, so <sighs> we are recording the, the this out again. Or the uh, game 163. Yeah, sat dead center bleacher seats. Yeah, yeah it could have gone better. The game better. they needed to win. Yeah, it could have gone better. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, though. So when we're recording this for all those, like, so when this, this pod re- releases, everybody will already know what happens. But as soon as we conclude this podcast, Clayton and I are going to watch the wild card game tonight. So yes. We are anxious to see that. And everybody's going to re- hear this podcast and be like, well, they won. At least we hope. Yeah. Well, they should. Um, Clayton, I'd like to take a 30-second break. That sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. Eating some bacon. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing some bacon and beer. Bacon and beer. All right. Just, you know, a little nosh, you know. <laughs> well, we should continue our pod talk. I mean, that was always one of our favorite things to talk about, so let's keep it up. What have you been listening to, Clayton? Uh, I had a couple of good new ones. Um, let me take a quick look, but... Um, the Boogie Monster podcast with with uh, uh, Kyle Kinane. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a comedian, no. comedian in Chicago guy, and um, uh, who's the co-host on that one? It's really good. Dave Stone. He's got some fantastic stories. Uh, I can recommend, highly recommend that one. Okay. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be in Chicago coming up. Uh, uh, Kyle Kinane is. He's got a he's got a special on uh, Netflix that's probably was one of my favorite ones from a couple of years ago. That's really good. Um, just your standards too, you know. Still listening to like the Skeptic Tank with Ari Shafir, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. I like um, Fitz Dog Radio with uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. He does some wonderful. I just think he does a great interviewer. Um, 
and obviously like uh and then your mom's house with uh Tom Seeger and Christina Bajinski. Hmm. Um, okay. Highly, that one's had a lot of inside jokes and potty talk for all those lowbrow people out there that don't mind to have a lowbrow conversation or listen to one at least. <laughs> um, some really good Marin. He had Paul McCartney on. Marin uh, has, has had some good ones. Uh, yes, he some has. Some of those were really good. I feel like he's like keeps kind of getting a little bit better too. Like he yeah. does a great job interviewing people. Yeah, I, he's. I've, I've listened to him from time to time when he has. He's had some really good guests. He gets some big names. I no, mean, it's, he, it's he phenomenal. Went, yeah, it's, it's when he gets the, the elite. I mean, I, I maybe Hollywood. There's certain people that won't go see him, but whatever. But I, like he had on like Mila Kunis, you know, like that was yeah, just cool. It was good. Talk. Josh Brolin was a good one. Yeah, I I'll have to one. listen. To one. I don't know if I went back to that one. No was, Country for Old Men guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yep. okay. Yep. Uh, David Thanos. Chang. He's also Thanos. Okay, okay. In the uh, Marvel universe. Oh, okay. I, I'm not. You're not down with that. that. No. <laughs> uh, have you heard of David Chang? He's got a celebrity. He's got an Ugly Delicious on Netflix show. Uh, he's like I mean, kind of tied the in with da- Bill David Simmons, Chan. you know, Bill Simmons sports guy. Okay. Know, he has a Bill Simmons podcast now. It's a good show, too. But uh, David Chang had on um, uh, um, David Cho, who's an artist. And actually, if you ever get a chance, just look up his work. He's, he's famous for – he's like a billionaire are like hundreds of millionaire now but like he he made murals for facebook when they were the facebook oh and uh they were like we could give you a couple grand because that's all we got or we'll give you uh a sh- shares of the company and he's like you know he's a gambler uh, actually addicted gambler um it's sex addict like the whole he's got a tremendous story it's phenomenal that on the david chang show but he so he got a cut of and so when facebook went public he was immediately worth like <laughs> And then he's, he's he kind of like because he's an artist he just stopped he told you know what I'm not going to sell my art anymore he kept painting and he so it it would make his paintings where he would get you know maybe five thousand or ten thousand dollars now all of a sudden people are like but I'll, I'll give you a hundred thousand he's like I told you I'm not selling my art anymore I just I just it feels dirty and they're like all right I'll give you two hundred <laughs> you know like it's just like because he like it's a supply and demand even in that world like he's just like eventually well, okay so just, and i don't even know what he does like how his art works and all that but like his it's it's hard to believe that people he what he creates and how he does it you could even do it that's how phenomenal it is so really? that was probably one of the best shows that i've listened to was that david chang and they're both korean immigrants and like um or korean immigrant parents and like the whole dynamic of being raised in that kind of you know asian family and korean family and what it was like to grow up in there where they're from and it was it was awesome okay um, yeah yeah. So, yeah. Wait, what was that? Pod. What was that pod again? The David Chang show. David Chang, and he he's David Chang, the host, has a Netflix TV show called Ugly D- Delicious. But then he also has a podcast, and it's kind of in cahoots with uh, Bill Simmons. Okay. Um, no, part of their network that the Ringer podcast, the Ringer podcast network, I believe, is um, uh, Momofuku. He's like famous restaurateur. Like he's got a bunch of, he's got at least three like world class restaurants too that he started and runs to in new york and he just opened one in la it's really good that makes me think of something oh gosh man now i can't think of it um there was a uh, freakonomics podcast with a kenji lopez have you ever heard of him he's a he's an he was a food critic and then he started his own restaurant Okay, and, I, I kept thinking Kenji, Kenji no, the, the weeds person, the creator oh, of the no. TV show Weeds. Yeah, no. Genji uh, Cohen, but that's not who are this. I know I've seen that name before. Well, I, I, I bring it up just because, you know, we're talking pod, uh, Freakonomics, which I hadn't listened to in a long time, and I just Got recently it. started listening to I it still again. I listen to it a lot. Yeah? I love and it. he was, he was, there was one about him. He is, uh, he was a critic turned restaurant owner, and um, just the whole pod was kind of explaining why you don't want to start your own restaurant and just how hard it is type thing. Yeah, well, 90% of them fail within the first two years or something I think like so, that. yep. And, it's, uh, it's not easy. But he had he threw out some weird things that I've been trying out ever since. Like he suggested that when you make your meat for a burger, you know, like we, if you're, if you're going to make it from scratch, you get the ground beef, you start mixing it, you throw your seasonings in, mix it up, make your patties. Um, he said... Don't put like salt and a lot of those seasonings in the meat. He said, do that right before you throw it on the grill. And the way he explained it was, and this is, I still don't quite understand it. He, he said, if you take a piece of meat 
and you throw it against the wall and it sticks, there that's not going to be good, I okay. guess, is kind of his point. Versus right. when you put the salt in everything. It, I think his point was that when you put the salt in, initially when you're mixing the meat, it, it, it soaks up all the, the moisture. And so then it, it, gets, it changes the texture of the meat and it doesn't cook as well. Okay. I've heard there's a there is a debate out there about when to salt. I've tried it. it and when, it, when, I, when. I tried it recently and it worked out pretty well, nice. I'm going to say. So, but that has nothing to do with I don't know where I was why that jumped no, in. No, it's good. I, I love cooking talk. I'm 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 into cooking. Like I But gotta, speaking of uh yeah, no, totally. I, I, it's like grilling is my thing. It's like but for, you know, for what when I'm out camping, like that's my thing. I'm the cook. And that's yeah. my domain. Would you ever consider getting a flat top? Like a, a a flat top like accessory for your grill, so a flat top like, like a you griddle? would like, yeah essentially but you use it on your grill like a flat like Bill Burr talks about it when he goes to the Rose Bowl the one guy brings the flat top grill so he like can, those big he can ones? do his onions over here and I, he can do his stuff here I've and, seen those yeah. I mean I, I I would love to have that one sounds of those. good they're, I've never cooked on one like I, with the you know the spatulas and stuff you know and you're, you're I have like a, a uh, I have a like at my campsite, because I have an annual site now uh, that's new within the last two years uh, of since we've recorded last, um, I have a grill, but then I have a two-burner propane setup, mm-hmm. like one of those like two burners on a stand type thing. Uh, like for deep frying, potentially, yep, or whatever. Yep, yeah, yep. Okay. you can do deep frying on it. You can do whatever you want on it. And I have some griddles that lay right on it. Like the flat top that lays right on. Oh, so in a sense, you already have that. Kind right? of. So you yeah. can do your eggs or onions or burgers or yeah. whatever, and then or grill yeah. your burgers while you do onions over here or or whatever. Like I love all, it. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it sounds it's, good. It's uh, you just butter the crap out of everything. <laughs> yeah, like, I am very heavy on the butter. No, nothing wrong with that. They, <laughs> hey, they've come around. They say butter's healthy again. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. I'm doing it right. Decent butter, but yeah. like, yeah, it's supposed to be okay. Okay, I'm doing it right. I mean, I don't think you. I mean, we've. I think we probably in the way past like talked about like butter coffee. You know, like fat's not like the indicted like it used to be. Now sugar's the enemy, right? It's right. In your food, so yeah, a little bit of fat in the morning. Never I get a lot anybody. of those like tips on Joe Rogan. He's always throwing. Yeah, out Yeah, well, like the keto stuff, and I, I don't know how that's going to play out. And you know, I don't know if. Uh, ketogenic diet's going to be history will be kind to that one per se I, I don't know I've seen mixed studies and stuff on that but like yeah I'm uh, skeptical of yeah. that but it seems if it makes your breath stink it seems like it may not be good for you it's, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like oh she's in keto that's why she smells like what keto you know body's all pissed off at her because she's hungry all the yeah. time but, but you get to a point where you're not supposed to be and I, I do believe it i like the newest stuff that i read like the intermittent fasting stuff i think kind of makes sense where you you know you only eat in like eight hours of the day or something like that i kind of like that that kind of makes sense but i don't know sugar's the enemy so all i i that's kind of the <laughs> that's one the thing only that, takeaway that's the one thing that to me makes sense because that's something our our ancestors didn't have was easy access to that quick energy that yeah. you get from the processed foods and sugar so it's like you know, whole foods and avoiding it. I feel like when I'm at, you know, because I spend my day in front of a computer. Right. So if I, and I've kind of gotten better at eating the right things, because if I don't eat the right things, I feel, I can tell when oh, yeah. I get sleepy and that type of stuff. And so I'm, I find that when I keep sugar out of what I'm snacking on and just all together, yeah, I, I avoid sugar and I feel like I am a much more productive. You're right. I can get away with a little bit of my coffee. Um, probably a little more than I'd like to admit, but it's not like crazy. Um, and then I don't really eat breakfast. Um, and then I'll try to have just protein, not a lot of carbs at lunch, uh, uh, something decent, um, uh, leftover pork chop and like some veggies and stuff, maybe, maybe a little bit of potato, but not a ton. Uh, and, and I can function if I go to lunch and I have like a big heavy lunch, like if it's, oh, uh, I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah. If I do or, that. Like, even if it's like. Uh, you know, if, if like a say Jimmy John's, but with the soda or something like that, I will I will be sluggish by two thirty or whatever. Yeah. No, I mentioned earlier yeah. on the show like when we were talking, I was that salsa thing. That meal was it was this fantastic meal. Uh, you know, at the luncheon throws special salsa. Yeah, I know. Oh no, the hot no. salsa you're talking. The hot salsa, but that that meal itself that we were all the, the whole company came for. I mean, it's like afterward, I, I was you're worthless. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I bet I mean, we I, sometimes we'll go um, and I'll have a skillet, uh, you know, a breakfast skillet for lunch. 
me my first big meal of the day, and it's like the three eggs with hash browns toast. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome, but I'm done. It's done. So <laughs> sometimes we'll, we'll go to the Chinese place here, too, uh, uh, here in Ottawa. The, what's the one by the – I can't think of it. New Cheyenne. By the Slipper? Yeah. Have you been there before, New no, Cheyenne? No, I've it's, heard it's nothing phenomenal. but good things. I, I, I guess they don't have the cleanest kitchen. Um I've heard from people who are have insights at the, the <laughs> county or whatever, but um, I just looked right past that. Food uh, tastes good. It tastes good, but it will put you into a food coma. Yes. Yeah, very much so. So hey, you never got to give out your pod <clears throat> suggestions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm weird. I'm very fickle with my podcast listening, yeah. you know, especially over the last two years, you know, since we recorded last, I've... I get moody. Like sometimes I'll listen to a show for a while and then like I get sick like I start to get sick of the hosts for some stupid reason a lot of oh, times. Okay. No, I get You know, you. and it's, like, it's just like I'm done with these guys. You know, and it's just like I, I feel I feel kind of bad about it when I think about it, but it happens. So over the last two years I've actually changed my playlist. It's a few times. You know, and I hope other people you know, I clean house from time to time with my playlist, and I'll get drop shows. So I oh, hope yeah, people haven't too. done that with our show. I was very concerned about that because we well, I we spent a lot guess of time. We're going to get a dip in numbers. Oh God! Yeah, I mean when we <laughs> when we went off the again, air, buddy. we were doing all right. Yeah, you know, but now we got to start all we, over again. We were hitting oh over a thousand downloads typically. We were we? doing yeah, we were doing good for, for the Illinois Valley. Nerds, I mean, we were doing all right. Really what we were doing that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so now we're starting all over again. So I kind of feel. A little bit uh, concerned about that, but that's all right. We're doing it for the fun. But uh, but no, I because if people are like me, I mean that's that's what I do. I I, I get kind of moody. I start to get tired of a per- my sister uh, Peggy. She listens to a lot of shows, and I give her recommendations. And she was like, I, I mentioned to her that we were um, they they mentioned us on stuff you should know. Yeah. You know that was um, and she's like, oh yeah, I used to listen to them a lot, but then I got I got really tired of their voices. Yeah. And I'm like you know. That's funny. I stopped listening too, and I guess when I think about it, maybe that was part of it. I don't know why, but I just did. <laughs> they but taught me everything I needed to know. They taught me. There's nothing else to learn. There's Actually, nothing. that's one. Of, maybe I'll go back and just thumb that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a funny. I, I, I did recently same. look that up. It's "Are We Martians?" episode. It's from 2012. Wow. That they mentioned us well, right what at did the you beginning. Write them? Did you write them or something? No, they they somehow got pinged because of that News Tribune article. Really? Yeah. The one that we had our picture in it? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You were local celebrities. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, big time. Uh, no one noticed me from that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, uh, so... That's, uh, uh, that's crazy. I thought I thought somehow you reached out to him or something. No, no, that was... that. that I didn't. No, that's what well, was cool was great about is it. We actually listened and knew they mentioned us. Exactly. That was so <laughs> weird about it. It was like, I'm just listening and all of a sudden they mentioned us. It's like... This is weird. Yeah. Well, they were maybe a couple guys kind of like us, really. I mean, at the time, they were pretty. You know, I mean, from the southeast, but in in a broadcasting sort of, uh, I think, career. I mean, they started their work with. I don't know if they're what they had ties to any network. I think they did. Or Discovery. They did. Oh, right. No, yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Because they would. They went on the road and everything. Yeah. Too. No, they got. It was around the time where they were just getting big. It was still pretty early for them. Nice. So, uh, Chuck and Josh, right? Yeah, I always had it, it, when you'd see their actual pictures, you'd be like, "Which one's which?" <laughs> From the voices, you know. Right. Nope. I know. I think fun. initially, like I think thing. I had it mixed up. That same thing. Like when when I remember as a kid, um, the first time that I because we I, I grew up with radio. I, my mom always had on the AM radio, and um, seeing the the morning host of uh, like WGN, like uh, Bob. God, I'm gonna space on the names, but. Uh, Bob or whatever the, the one guy his one of them died in a plane crash or something. But seeing and eventually, I, I remember seeing a picture of me like, oh, guy looks like that. Huh? That's not what I he thought looks, he looked like. Not what I was expecting. No, you at put all. A, you get an image in your head of yeah. what you think they look like, right. and then you same see thing them as like the score. And I, I don't listen to the score as much as I used to, but the same thing would happen with that. It's like, huh, that's that's Dan Bernstein. Yeah, right. All right. Who wow. was here? Who was here in Ottawa? <laughs> he was. I went to it. Yeah. I almost got beat up on our way out out of, out the door on that. What? That was like five years ago. It's really funny yeah. bringing that. I was with um, uh, a friend of ours, and uh, he was wearing corduroy pants. 
And these, and okay. I'm not, he, it's, as and it, that it, caused the fight. Here, let me tell the story. And it's a good, good story. Uh, they had like dollar Bud Lights or something, or dollar fifty Bud Lights. And uh, I'm gonna swear, so just a fair warning. Um, but we walked out, and these guys were standing in front of Berta's, which is like the refills of Ottawa. Which, and I don't mean that in a negative way. It's a cool bar, mm-hmm. good vibe or whatever. But it's it's not the cleanest joint in the world, or at least in terms of like. It's not an upscale, like, oh, they do this kind of modern, fun thing, and they have, like, you know, their own beer, and they, oh, you got to try their, but, you know, it's just a bar. Yeah. And we went to the after school, I mean, it was jam-packed in there, completely, you know, tight, and we were, like, I have stuff going on, and we're doing stuff, and he's, like, I walk out with Shank, he's got his, like, dress clothes on, and he's, like, uh, I shouldn't have said his name, but he's, like, look at this corduroy wear, motherfucker. <laughs> There's like two people standing there. I was like, I was like, excuse me. And he's like, what? You got a problem? I was like, maybe we do. I was like, what? What? And they were completely wasted. It was two of them. And I was like, this is where? What? This pants? And they're like, yeah, corduroy motherfucker. I was like, oh, seriously, guys. I was like, maybe you should just head back inside. They're like, what? Are we gonna, are we gonna do this? I was like, Matt's oh, just like, let's just walk. I was like. All right, we start walking, and they're like walking behind us, and they're like staggering. They barely keep. We just like sort of briskly walked. They're like our separate cars, and I was like, "Well, dude, I guess I'll see you later." Uh, <laughs> Jesus, guys, you know, like, like there, it would have been like, it would have been like murder if we laid a hand on any one of them because they were like already like could barely right. We barely talk. Move. Certainly, we're not good at walking at that point. But yeah. <laughs> That's just awesome. that line always sticks in my head where I was like, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I guess maybe those were out of style. I have no idea. I didn't know he was a fashion critic. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> knocking people walking out of Reef or walking out of Berta's in Ottawa. Look at this. So why they felt the need to pick a fight with us, I have no idea. We didn't even say anything to him. We were to look at him. That's a very high class kind of like, even though they were at that moment uh, in time not high class, that's a high class critique to make. I would say so. like... <laughs> It's wow! Like, oh, we're in flannel. <laughs> what if they, if they actually <laughs> turned into a fight? It, it, it over, was, but it, over, the funny thing is, it was a light out. <laughs> it wasn't even dark. It was like so. Their show was what from two to six, I think, yep. at that point. So yep. it was five thirty, five forty-five. We were there for maybe an hour. You know what I mean? Enough time to go in and have a couple Bud Lights, you know, like a real classy. Have grab some koozies and hit the road, you know, just to see it, you know. Oh. You had to see it. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. Just like, huh? all right, all right. <laughs> corduroy wearing, corduroy, yeah. corduroy wearing. All right. Well, like I was saying, my uh, my pod listening is fickle, but these days I am still listening to hardcore history. Oh, that's a good one. That's a. I mean, because I've been doing a lot of remodeling. Like, oh, those are perfect for that. It's perfect. I mean, because three-hour episodes, it's, it's yeah, you just go and... Or more. So, uh... The age of that last one with uh, Japan and culture and all that, that stuff was phenomenal. I mean, that was unbelievable. The whole explain Because... The cultural the whole, explanation the, the was The explanation phenomenal. of why Japan wanted to get into World War II in the first place. And he went back, and he just set the stage... Of why they did what they did, right? And it, it it answered a lot of questions I had because I never really quite understood that they don't teach you that. Like, right. Why the hell did they even? Why well, would they do that? Why are they teaming up with these guys? It yeah. was like, Oh well, they just wanted that they needed the record recognition almost as a world player, and right? And they, if they, yeah, and there's probably more to it. I don't remember all the details. It's oh, much, it's it's just a fantastic yeah. So if you have a chance, if if you don't listen to Hardcore History, they are very long podcasts, but if you've got like a long project to do, it's perfect. You don't you need know? to listen. Take it in a half hour at a time. Yeah, you can. You can. Although it, it, I struggle with that. I kind of like to do it in bulk. Do you? Yeah, okay. I struggle with like getting back into it. Like I get soaked into it, and mm-hmm. like I got to hear it all at once. I do that with audiobooks. Like I'll do big two-hour, three-hour chunks, and then, yeah, like if it's a good long audiobook, I can take it in like that. But I got you got to have like you said, like the home improvement stuff, or yeah, I just totally. did a big landscaping project, so I got some perfect. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. When we stopped by, uh, yeah, Amanda I, and I, we stopped by. You were, I figured you were cranking away at something. Yep, 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 yep. Um, the only other things I can think of, yeah. So that's that's been one of the 
the the few that have survived my playlist. Um, revisionist history. Oh, I, I just, Malcolm Gladwell. I love that guy. He is. He has such a. I just like the way that guy thinks. You know, he he doesn't have a political thing. He doesn't approach thing. He just has a just a real clear, straightforward way of approaching common sense things that are going on. And the way he does his stories, they're just so compelling. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just love his show. And he just finished, I think it was season three. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just, you know. I, I think he had the, uh, in season two he had a, uh, uh, I, now I'm going to space on the name, but it was a country music episode. Yep. Why is, why is country music so sad? Yeah. And yep. it was just killer like just, and i've listened to it like two or three times bob bobby braddock who's a country songwriter and like telling his story and then he talks about like uh tammy wynette and i'm like yeah what is it um who is the one uh it doesn't matter but oh yeah like, if you need compelling oh just so good no and- i had the same <clears throat> thing like so my kids have played my older boys have played soccer for the past four years and the past two years they've asked to play they've wanted to play tackle football and i was like no no and then this year we finally broke down like okay we're gonna we'll let you try it so they've been playing tackle football excuse me the rift doesn't come until they get older right right, but right before they started the season i listened to the revisionist history this season with the college football football (laughs) thing and i'm just like oh my god what did i do you know, it's like oh, his. It's just so compelling. Yeah. It, it's really good. Um, so revisionist history, certainly one of my favorites. You know, um, Planet Money. I listen to repeatedly. I love that show and the and the indicator. We referenced that mm-hmm. before. Also, no, did we reference? I don't that? think we. Did talked we never about that even one. talked about that? No. Um, should we talk about that quick? Uh, yeah, give it a. We, well, I, okay, really quick. I, I'll come back to that. You know. Um, the Freakonomics, I love Freakonomics. Uh, Hardcore History, actually, he does dailies from time to time, which mm-hmm. are shorter episodes. And um, I've... He does, I, you like, know, the, I the, the current event kind of one, right? Yeah, That's the what, Common Sense, which yeah. I, I've been a little bit disappointed with his last couple episodes. I think he's kind of talking in circles, but... That's it's just tough. It's right tough now. in this kind of... In the climate that we have. The only other one I would mention is, you know, I... Uh, I like... I stopped... You know, I like... Um, like video game stuff and like anything like superhero, like Marvel Universe, all that kind of stuff. I, I like to, I don't get to play video games as much as I used to. So, but I still like to be up to date with what's going on because mm-hmm. my kids play Fortnite like crazy when I let them. And so, and if, and, and um, I enjoy like all the sci fi, you know, superhero movies, like the stuff like that. So I discovered the kind of funny, it's kind of like its own thing they got a whole bunch of different shows it's called kind of funny they've got kind of funny games podcast kind of funny um movie review podcast they got a whole bunch of stuff and these guys are kind of like they're guys who came over from ign the video game website so they're kind of in the that world of Mm -hmm. video games they're kind of like mainstream personalities they do a really good job they it's a it's a fun show and so i've been listening to a lot of that stuff just you know as i've been doing remodeling because i'm a I'm the the whole Marvel universe like the so we talked about it just mentioned it earlier I know you you're not as familiar with the whole all the different Marvel movies nope. so uh, never seen in one like the Infinity War I was nope. which is the climactic I remember seeing conclusion it's not the conclusion <laughs> it's not the conclusion but it's the it's what everything has built up for these movies that have been going on for like 10 years it's it's these movies that have uh, they've been building up to this, and it's it's just this. I I love the movie, and I was so excited about it that uh, they did like a countdown, so they reviewed every single Marvel movie wow. leading up to it, and there's a lot. I don't even know how Does many. Does it go back to the like the X Men <laughs> in, in like 2002, 2003? Uh, X Men unfortunately is owned by a different company. I can't remember if it's oh, Time. that's not Marvel. No, well, oh, no, it's movie? high. No, X Men is Marvel, but, but it's not owned by the same, the same studio. Oh. So they're not incorporated. Into so that's the how Marvel far back U- I go. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's those, although I love the Mar- X Men movies also, but they are kind of like a sec- separate trajectory okay. from the um, Avenger movies. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but anyway, so. You know, with I could I could go on and on about yeah, I think we those should stop. things. So yeah, stop I'll stop about start. that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. So it kind of funny games. 
kind of funny podcast. Those are fun shows. If you haven't listened to them, give them a give You were a mentioning something. You were going. You went on. It didn't continue your point earlier. Oh, I, I you know, uh, and I'm going to give a shout out to listener Garrett. Oh, God. That's me. <laughs> That's my my kid thinks my uh, watch is going to blow up whenever that happens. Oh. Uh, so uh, um, <laughs> uh, I got a shout out to listener Garrett. Garrett, if you're listening, who thinks that our show should be called the Radium City Podcast because the past, I think, five episodes or so, that's all we talked about was Radium City Beer. I'm um, a fan still. Oh, of course. Uh, so thank you, Garrett, Time for that. Time Eraser out right now. Pick one up. It's delicious. <laughs> Which one's out right Time now? Eraser. Time Eraser. Nice. Um, but so, so uh, you know, the the craft beer thing is like, and maybe we could save this for, I mean, I this is should. probably an episode in itself. I mean, like, the rise, and it's not the fall, but it's it's the... The hops business is kind of interesting what happened to it as a result of the craft beer surge. Um, and But uh, I guess... Well, the pursuit of different types and all. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really good for farmers because it's, it's in a lot higher demand, right? Well, okay. I'd so have to listen to it. Let's, we, let's do this on another episode. I'm ready to wrap it up. All right. That's cool. First well, pitch is coming up, John. Oh, shoot. It is. It's yeah. almost all here. All right. We will save that for our next episode. Uh, so that's going to be about it. I don't yeah, have. I think we did. Yeah, we're good, dude. We, uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any uh, sponsors to say hello sure. to. So no, we and we left enough on the table that we can come back in a couple weeks and do this again. I I like it. Okay, let's do it. Let's go see our families. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Guys. Yeah. Good. Good job. I'm done with these guys.